0: Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Exodus 19, 1 through 20 23, Moses on Sinai. In the third month after the sons of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on that very day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. When they set out from Rephidim, they came to the wilderness of Sinai and camped in the wilderness. And there Israel camped in front of the mountain. Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, And tell the sons of Israel, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now then, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the sons of Israel. So Moses came and called the elders of the people and set before them all these words which the Lord had commanded him. All the people entered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses brought back the words of the people to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will come to you in a thick cloud, so that the people may hear when I speak with you and may also believe in you forever. Then Moses told the words of the people to the Lord. The Lord also said to Moses, go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow and let them wash their garments and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down on the Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. You shall set bounds for the people all around saying, beware that you do not go up on the mountain or touch the border of it. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. No hand shall touch him But he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether beast or man, he shall not live. When the ram's horn sounds a long blast, then they shall come up to the mountain. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people and consecrated the people, and they washed their garments. He said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not go near a woman. So it came about on the third day, when it was morning, that there were thunder and lightning flashes and a thick cloud upon the mountain, and a very loud trumpet sound, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. The Lord visits Sinai. Now... Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked violently. When the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him with thunder. The Lord came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain, and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. When the Lord spoke to Moses, go down. Warn the people, so that they do not break through to the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. Also let the priests who come near to the Lord consecrate themselves, or else the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, Set bounds about the mountain and consecrate it. Then the Lord said to him, Go down and come up again, you and Aaron with you. But do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord or he will break forth upon them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. Exodus 20, the Ten Commandments. Then God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male or your female servant, or your cattle or your sojourner who stays with you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. "...honor your father and your mother, that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor." All the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, Speak to yourself and we will listen. But let not God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you and in order that the fear of him may remain with you so that you may not sin. So the people stood at a distance while Moses approached the thick cloud where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, you yourselves have seen that I have spoken to you from heaven. You shall not make other gods besides me, gods of silver or gods of gold. You shall not make for yourself. Ezekiel one, one through 28 and chapter three, verse 12. The vision of four figures. Now it came about in the 30th year, on the fifth day of the fourth month, while I was by the river Chebar among the exiles, the heavens were opened, and I saw the visions of God. On the fifth of the month, in the fifth year of King Jehoiachin's exile, the word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel the priest, son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans, by the river Chebar. And there the hand of the Lord came upon him. As I looked, behold, a storm wind was coming from the north, a great cloud with fire flashing forth continually, and a bright light around it, and in its midst something like glowing metal in the midst of the fire. Within it there were figures resembling four living beings, and this was their appearance. They had human form. Each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, and their feet were like a calf's hoof. And they gleamed like burnished bronze. Under their wings on their four sides were human hands. As for the faces and wings of the four of them, their wings touched one another. Their faces did not turn when they moved. Each went straight forward. As for the form of their faces, each had a face of a man. All four had the face of a lion on the right and the face of a bull on the left and all four had the face of an eagle such were their faces their wings were spread out above each had two touching another being and two covering their bodies and each went straight forward wherever the spirit was about to go they would go without turning as they went in the midst of the living beings there was something that looked like burning coals of fire like torches darting back and forth among the living beings The fire was bright, and lightning was flashing from the fire, and the living beings ran to and fro like bolts of lightning. Now, as I looked at the living beings, behold, there was one wheel on the earth beside the living beings for each of the four of them. The appearance of the wheels and their workmanship was like sparkling barrel, and all four of them had the same form their appearance and workmanship being as if one wheel were within another. Whenever they moved, they moved in any of their four directions without turning as they moved. As for their rims, they were lofty and awesome, and the rims of all four of them were full of eyes round about. Whenever the living beings moved, the wheels moved with them, and whenever the living beings rose from the earth, the wheels rose also. Wherever the spirit was about to go, they would go in that direction. And the wheels rose close beside them. For the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. Whenever those went, these went. And whenever those stood still, these stood still. And whenever those rose from the earth, the wheels rose close beside them. For the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. Vision of divine glory. Now, over the heads of the living beings, there was something like an expanse, like the awesome gleam of crystal spreading out over their heads. Under the expanse, their wings were stretched out straight, one toward the other. Each one also had two wings covering its body on the one side and on the other. I also heard the sound of their wings, like the sound of abundant waters as they went, like the voice of the Almighty, a sound of tumult, like the sound of an army camp. Whenever they stood still, they dropped their wings, and there came a voice from above the expanse that was over their heads. Whenever they stood still, they dropped their wings. Now, above the expanse that was over their heads, there was something resembling a throne, like lapis Lazuli, in appearance, and on that which resembled a throne, high up was a figure with the appearance of a man. Then I noticed from the appearance of his loins and upward something like glowing metal that looked like fire all around it. And from the appearance of his loins and downward, I saw something like fire. And there was a radiance around him. As the appearance of the rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the surrounding radiance. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and heard a voice speaking. Chapter 3, verse 12. Then the Spirit lifted me up, and I heard a great rumbling sound behind me. Blessed be the glory of the Lord in his place. Acts 2, 1 through 21, the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered, because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. They were amazed and astonished, saying, Why are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we each hear them in our own language to which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya around Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them in our own tongue, speaking of the mighty deeds of God, and they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others were mocking and saying, They are full of sweet wine. Peter's Sermon. But Peter, taking his stand with the eleven, raised his voice and declared to them, Men of Judea and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only... The third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days. God says that I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will those days pour forth of my spirit and they will prophesy. And I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This reading today is actually a reading for the first day or the beginning of Shavuot which is the Pentecost and that is a day that a lot of Christians know is the day when the Holy Spirit descended down as described in Acts when the Holy Spirit came down as little um, flames of fire and rested upon them they began to speak in other languages and everyone was astonished and then from that moment the church just really grew and exploded and all the power that was needed to go and do the Great Commission really came from that point. In fact, Jesus said, I want you to go throughout the world and gave him the Great Commission. He said, but before you do, I want you to wait. Well, that's really this. It's that time of waiting for this moment. However, when as you can see in Exodus, this is also when God gave the law to Moses in the physical. So, God gave the law to Moses in the physical and he wrote the Torah and you have all the commandments and what God called us all, the, the obedience that he called us to within that law. And then you have at Pentecost, he said, and he prophesied before them saying, I will write my law on their hearts. But you can see in the book of Acts in the church of Acts, you can see how they the day of Pentecost was, the law being written on their hearts. So what he did physically in Exodus, he did spiritually in Acts. But it's the same thing. So the big question really is, well, what's this reading about in Ezekiel? And there's there's a lot to it. Those four, the four different faces are big. But there's one phrase in here that... It, uh, really unlocks a lot for us. It says that wherever the Spirit was about to go, they would go without turning as they went. So, who are these beings? What are these beings? And they're going with the Spirit. That's that's the the thing here. Well, you've got the face of a man face of a lion, the face of an ox, and the face of an eagle. And I heard an amazing preaching on this and description and going through uh, each one of them. But the face of the lion is, I mean, I'm i sorry, the face of man is uh, it's grace. It's that grace. Jesus came and he lived as a man and with that we have the grace the the covering for the mistakes that we make we're covered with grace and then you have the lion which is really it's that it's war it's that battle it's that that fierce leader and really for us spiritually our biggest tool for war and battle is the word and prayer. And so you've got grace, you've got prayer, and then you've got the ox, which is the servant. It's, it's the lowly, it's the one who's doing the work, it's, it's humility. In fact, God says that he gives grace to the humble. He opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. So humility, prayer, grace, and then the eagle representing the lifting up of our voices and worship. And worship is not just a worship of singing a song to God. Worship is an action and exercising that relationship with God. It's that interacting with God. But worship is truly... Fully submitting yourself and giving all power over to God. That, when you give a fully relinquishing all power over to him, that's worshiping. So you've got grace and prayer and humility and a complete... Um. Just submissive worship. And that goes. Everywhere the spirit goes. So. The Holy Spirit was given to us as a gift. Holy Spirit is the power. Holy Spirit is. Is. um, What's used for these. For the kingdom work. It's. There's so much to it. But. Trying to do something without God's Spirit feels empty. Feels um, like it's more of a struggle. But when you apply Holy Spirit to it, it's engaging with kingdom power. And we could do so much more with Holy Spirit than we can do without. So, we need to be mindful of grace, giving, but also receiving. We need to be mindful of the power that we have in, in our battles with prayer, our humility in, in serving others and realizing that as a servant, the servant is really the greatest, but the servant lives for others. God said to love God and love others as yourself not as much as yourself in the place of yourself. I love God and I love others. I serve God and I serve others. And then, of course, giving full control over to God. Doing that and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us. Allowing the Holy Spirit to to, uh, minister to us and minister through us. That has a massive part to do with Pentecost and Shavuot. So, Father, thank you that you've given us your spirit to help us so that we can be effective in uh, doing your work and doing kingdom work. And I pray that we would just be worthy of this beautiful gift and that we could continue to desire more and Uh, practice more to become more proficient as a vessel. Holy Spirit, use us. Use us to bring God's will to this world and everything broken in it. pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen.